Hola readers, hope you are reading good. Welcome to the Book History Podcast, the Chit Chat with the Author Series. This is the 16th episode and I'm really, really feeling so happy to have a personality uh, who had lost 32 kgs in just 90 days and he has written a whole book out of it. He is someone who is expert in multitasking. He is mm. someone who is known by all. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Umesh Firwani. Hi guys. Hi Akash. Really, really nice being here. Thank you so much, sir, uh, mm-hmm. for being here, for giving your valuable time. My pleasure. You're doing a great job. I've been going through your profile and uh, you are amongst those, you know, very few people, the dying breed of people who actually are into books. So you should pat yourself. Thanks a lot, sir. Means a lot, sir. So, yes. Yeah, like you, you got a lot of words of appreciation and mm-hmm. awards for the transformation mm-hmm. and uh, your face of motivation for many people out there. How do you look to this whole scenario? Well, uh, you know, the, uh, life brings each life, you know, goes through adversities, and some, you know, choose the way of self sabotage. and go the way which is the easier one the comfort zone you know the one the way which is you know very very easy to go to and then the there is another road that leads you towards self betterment and mm-hmm. so it depends on how you're using that adversity to you know uh, move ahead so i chose the road less traveled i went on to you know transform lose that weight and uh, after a few Uh, you know back to back adversities that happened which can completely shook me up and that you know kind of uh, re <laughs> awoke the real umesh and i said i have wow. to now prove myself amazing like losing 32 kg in just 90 days like require both physical and mental work uh you have already stressed a lot in the book as well like about the mental part if we'll speak so like i want to ask you like from where this all came to you and like what made your mind state so powerful so determined that as you said that you just woke up the real umesh yeah first you know before i miss it i would like to you know uh, thank my publisher you know right order publications and the entire team at right order for you know um, doing this for me publishing this uh, dream project of mine and they have been very supportive and very aggressive in pushing this to all four corners of the world you know so it's as we speak uh, very aggressively being promoted by them so coming to your question about uh, uh, just re- could you repeat the question what did you ask me yeah so like you you sp- you stressed a lot about the mental state if we'll speak about so like mm. from where this this all came to you and like what really made your mind state so determined that you know like you woke up the real umesh as you said yeah so uh, i've been into uh, psychology for a long time now almost 20 years i've done wow. my masters in psychology and uh, initially i finished my graduation in commerce which uh, didn't help me much uh, in uh, hmm. associated uh, with uh, you know gl- the glamour industry so uh, that part of it it was just like a formal education but then i you know needed more confidence in life in spite of being in the forefront i realized that somewhere something was missing 
and uh, i realized even as an actor you know i was not all there i would watch myself on tv watch my work and uh, somewhere that satisfaction of uh, you know seeing your work didn't you know uh, you know kind of uh, charm me so i said there is definitely something missing and it's you know the case with most actors nowadays this industry has become so so uh, commercialized uh, you get your script just maybe you know 15 or 30 minutes before the shot and each day it's a, just a factory you know churning out episodes so there is very little left to creativity so what happened was i said i need to you know if i'm doing something i've always been like that you know do it 100% or don't do it so i ventured into psychology to understand the human aspect and what triggers behaviors what makes people you know the nine emotions the navrasa what we call it you know what triggers these and experiencing that you know experiencing true pleasure true confidence true pain true love true you know betrayal envy jealousy all these emotions are unless you've experienced them it's just you know you can't read a book and you know become an actor so i got into uh, i did my uh, msc in psychology um i got my masters and then of course i have always been into uh, i traveled to the us and i did my neuro linguistic programming not many of our listeners might have heard about it so nlp is something that has been promoted uh, you know after the late 70s by richard bandler and uh, john grinder they are the founders of nlp it's in simple language uh, neuro linguistic programming which means basically our brain has certain patterns and mindsets which can be uh, you know in a larger way uh, called paradigms or beliefs and uh, the moment we change a paradigm the moment we change a belief the entire outcome changes e plus r is equal to o so basically you know you know uh, uh, that's the uh, uh, the equation that works you know because if you need to change the outcome you have to and uh, you know you need to change the you know environment you need to change the uh, results and then the uh, outcome which is the results you know ba- basically uh, uh, happen so the whole thing you know and cut a cut short what happens is basically we spend a lot of time uh, in certain paradigms or beliefs which don't give us the required results and uh, like albert einstein you know he truly said that uh, the biggest folly of man is to continue doing the same things and expecting a change wow so we need to change and that change is the most difficult so even if it's like the story i'm sure you are a well read person so you know this about the frog that you know mm. dies in boiling water because you put it put it in warm water it stays there and then you gradually increase the temperature mm. and uh, it stays there till it boils to death because it's too uh, you know it's just adapting and getting into a comfort zone and in spite of feeling that burning pain it refuses to jump out uh, because it's adapted to that atmosphere so similar with humans we are no different we are frogs in our own context you know amazing like to be very frank like i uh, i showed like your current uh, photo to my mother mm-hmm. and uh, then she uh, she was like uh, i've seen him like somewhere mm-hmm. and then i like i was like family number one <laughs> so 
so then omg and her reaction mm-hmm. was like omg uh, omg uh, like yes <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure she must have watched it you're young so i yeah. doubt you must have uh, you know watched but uh, definitely your mom definitely it was one of the most popular shows one of the most popular com the uh, you know asian tv award and brilliant brilliant cast and very well directed uh, everything just you know sometimes uh, everything just falls into place so this was just magic happening on screen yeah like i was doing some research on you as mm. as i need to take the interview so like i was like doing some research and i i, mm. I came across this and mm. uh, yeah that was something really a nice uh, experience yeah. from my end as well. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so like you wrote that at social uh, at social parties like you used to request for the gluten free and oil free meals like i would love to know the reaction of the people and how 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 was the whole scenario like yeah actually you know the entire concept of a diet is so so misconstructed and so uh, you know there's so many myths surrounding this that most people i meet i feel so sorry and you know that they are mm-hmm. stuck in that vicious cycle and i myself went through that cycle of you know uh, yo-yoing between uh, losing weight and gaining weight so i was mr india mr popular in 2003 so at that time i had gone ahead and you know got into the best physical form but that was in a wrong way because i was starving myself mm-hmm. with you know the goal in mind that i have to win mr india but now that knowledge has come and now the expansion of knowledge via you know i even went on to do uh, an online degree in nutrition and dietics from australia i also did a, a you know a course in neurobiology from stanford university with dr robert sapolsky and mm-hmm. all these are very very intensive courses and i have debated spoken to doctors i have spoken to nutritionists people who who are been charging a bomb and they are absolutely tongue tied when i uh, pose certain arguments to them mm-hmm. so the whole idea of you know whether i call it gluten free or oil free you know i am just calling i like to just call it a lifestyle basically you know i hate the word diet hmm yeah the only way i use diet diet is when i break it and i call it you know die eating it's a <laughs> there's a dear friend of mine renuka who mentioned it to me recently she said wish your book could have been called die eating i said gosh let me know. <laughs> that's a very very good player she's an educationist renuka uh, bangard her name is and she's uh, you know uh, an educationist and she said this is something you should call your book and i said gosh that's a wonderful play play on words wow yeah like during the process of your weight loss like uh, you have mentioned that your doctor said that you you have the body of a 16 year old like what was your reaction after yeah like, actually uh, you know uh, uh, i went through that test uh, not because i had any physical ailment i was in perfect uh, peak form but uh, for the concern of my elders my mom who you know adores me since i am the only 
you know son she has and uh, she lost my we lo- i lost my brother when he was very very young so she's very very possessive about me so even if i sneeze it's like giving her sleepless nights so when she saw me go through this drastic transformation and food deprivation and as she saw it mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, elders they love us so much they are still stuck in that concept that you know i mean i come from a family where they believe that there is no better bank than the stomach you know <laughs> put your yeah. food fill your stomach as much as you can you know <laughs> so a well fed child is a uh, you know a healthy child and those stupid yeah. beliefs that you know have been aged long and the present day scenario doesn't allow that kind of thinking you know we are not yeah. meant to be eating you know 6 5 times a day it's not mm-hmm. not correct because each time you eat you're spiking your insulin so most people don't even know all this basic this is very right. basic stuff that i'm sharing with you they feel i mean imagine the kind of uh, information out there people are being told you can have five meals a day have little little <laughs> yeah. small uh, five small meals a day that's the worst advice you can give to anybody or uh, to uh, you that could be a fatal advice to a diabetic you know five meals a day you're spiking that poor guy's insulin five times a day so mm-hmm. that's going to absolutely cause and doctors are hand in glove with the pharmacists a pharma a pharmacy industry which mm-hmm. wants to sell more insulin so it's all a, i don't know i can't even call it a conspiracy or what uh, you know let's not get into that but uh, i have made it my goal and aim to reach out to as many people and uh, you know through the book and uh, get this awareness because i lost a few dear people to comorbidities during the covid 19 pandemic and uh, you know most of the people who lost their lives have been ones who were having a compromised immune system and uh, i said this is you know got to stop people are consuming sugar Uh, and they feel that it's required by the, by the body just because we crave it oh my gosh it's <laughs> unbelievable i'll tell you a scenario like <laughs> so the real life incident like uh, while reading your book like the initial stages like so like three or four days back if you'll just say so yeah so i was reading your book and uh, just before two to three pages of that sugar wala chapter uh, i was having that coke with me and hmm. <laughs> so, uh-huh. then i read uh, the whole you know the content and i i read about sugar it's like harmful effects and your legend mentioned that you should not do the having mm-hmm. that <laughs> with me <laughs> and that really scared me and mm-hmm. if i'll just say that today today like i am telling you very seriously that today my dad said that uh if if like we can just have a coke like so i said no to him and i said no we should not do that <laughs> no, wow, wow. <laughs> so yeah so this See, question like hmm. uh, my, you know my, where i come from uh, my thinking comes from is the idea that each one has uh, 
you know see for someone we might be the world but for someone we are the world you know mm-hmm. so you know for me i see thousands of people on the street i meet so many people every single day for me i'm neutral towards them because i have no emotional attachment but each person is somebody's son somebody's father somebody's brother somebody's friend and is definitely dear to some people and when that person loses his life or gets into some kind of disease which can be avoidable then you know it just it just uh, you know really really makes me sad because people need to get aware and sugar oh my gosh and coke gosh i mean this is a known fact that coke has 10 10 teaspoons of sugar which is a very very widely advertised whatsapp uh, uh, you know data every little child knows it Mm-hmm. but then they i have not been given the information that what does this 10 teaspoons of sugar does to your body mm-hmm. i have spoken to doctors and you know certain concepts are not even clear with them about this entire thing but being a neurobiology student where i have gone into the details of hormones enzymes understanding neurotransmitters what triggers what which part of our body which organ is involved in uh, you know which functions and which organs suffer because of a- even introducing an extra spoon of sugar in our body it just completely gives you a different perspective of the entire scenario next time you look at a coke you know mm-hmm. i just came back i, I was out uh, we were shopping for some stuff and uh, there was a in a mall and there was a counter they had put up where they were offering some pastries out there and this guy offered me said so uh, you know would you like to buy some uh, you know they have these salesmen out there and mm-hmm. i looked at him i said I, I, even if you're giving it for free i'm not <laughs> going to take it man <laughs> but then that's the that's the you know uh, side effect of having all the all this knowledge because mm-hmm. then everything becomes so much crystal clear and you see all these people just mindlessly you know doing stuff which just you know completely you know i have to resist myself my wife has to keep you know telling reminding me okay you must relax relax you know you <laughs> you can't change the world you know <laughs> amazing like like i was just about to ask you out this that uh, like sh- like i i couldn't write the whole uh, detail like the harmful effects of the sugar in the review uh-huh. so yeah so like if you can just brief a bit about the harmful effects of the sugar and how how can a normal personality like how can a normal human being uh, he or she could overcome it like especially youth if we'll speak about that's a brilliant question akash and i'm so glad you asked that so uh, and first of all great job you've really you know actually completely you know immersed yourself in the book so yeah sugar is one of my favorite topics to speak on because it's the most misconceptualized and misunderstood uh, thing you know people still are in that mindset that sugar is you know uh, gives you energy and when you crave sugar it's your body uh, needing it so i want to just you know highlight this entire scenario okay and it's going to take a couple of minutes first of all what happens is when we eat first of all our bodies run on two different kind of fuels okay one of the fuels which 99% people are running on is uh, glucose okay now this glucose our body requires as you are aware that our brain requires 24/7 
it requires fuel to run you can't stop giving it glucose you can't stop giving it you know uh, fuel it needs even when we are sleeping it needs fuel our body needs to function so we need to give it that fuel so if you see hence you see the definition of food it's basically nutrition uh, anything that provides nutrition to the body so what we have changed the definition of food is to uh, you know uh, an entertainment so if you see we celebrate with food uh, mm-hmm. we we grieve with food uh, we uh, you know anywhere we go the first topic that we discuss is food yeah. we, uh, you know anything that we uh, when we talk about enjoyment we show love with food we show mm-hmm. love with, uh, care with food like if i go to somebody's house they will keep forcing me to eat if i'm going for a birthday party they'll keep trying to shove that piece of cake down my throat and uh, i have to get rude at times you know it happened at my book launch now can you imagine uh, wow. how ironic how ironic this is can you, you imagine uh, yeah exactly exactly my reaction how ironic is that in spite of you know telling uh, all these uh, people who really really love me yeah. and trying to convince them to see it goes against the entire philosophy yeah. my existence No, yeah you no, are no. just giving a lecture on uh, the body switch and people are yeah. asking you yeah so and imagine i had uh, once we finished the launch uh, anupama verma launched the book and we had terence lewis and a lot of celebs who came and spoke and everybody so then finally this the anchor mentioned that let's uh, you know it's omesh's birthday so we need to cut a cake and <laughs> in voila in front of me there are four huge cakes Yeah. <laughs> you know, my sister though went uh, uh, to the extent of creating a cake of me working out at the gym with an entire <laughs> 3D figurine wow. of me working out at the gym. Now I you know I had to mention it because the crowd was you know completely uh, you know taken aback that what is happening out here you know <laughs> he's just given <laughs> us a, a whole rundown on how bad sugar is and here we have four huge cakes <laughs> staring at us. Hmm. I told them, I you know what I have realized, you cannot change the environment. No meant matter what you try to do, people mm-hmm. have very stubborn mindsets, and I respect that. You know, I am I am not going to change their mindset about how against I am sugar and cakes. What I can do is control my choice whether I am going to indulge in this or not. so each person who came on stage including my mother including a few celebrities who tried to feed me that cake <laughs> in front of you know all the cameras of uh, flashing pictures and all the cameras uh, you know yeah. news channels that were present i flatly refused i said please wow. i am not going to eat this i am not going to let it even touch my lips wow. so uh, you know that's basically only in my the only thing that i have in my control is my power to say no and that goes to you know each and every one listening to this uh, podcast you know mm-hmm. to, you have the power to say no and make a choice because at the end of the day you can't make a black white what is black is black and just because it's attached or comes you know camouflaged with love and care and concern it doesn't mean it becomes good for you you need to take your you need to put your foot down and learn to say no yeah so coming back to the sugar what you mentioned mm-hmm. so what happens with sugar is that let's say now i'm going to get a little technical out here so mm-hmm. what is diabetes what is pre diabetes we use these terms so casually 
I mean, it was unheard of. Before yeah. the seventies, uh, nobody had heard of diabetes. It's only after seven in the seventies where the food industry got hold of, you know, an, a, a neuroscientists and got them involved in f- the food industry. Started coming out with foods that uh, you know, kind of um, uh, attractive to our taste buds. They knew yeah. the exact ingredients that are going to trigger dopamine and all these feel good chemicals in us. So. Until then, diabetes wasn't a herd of feature. So, what happens to your body? Let's say your normal blood sugar should be eighty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're having one teaspoon of sugar every day, and your blood sugar, because if you're young and have a high metabolic rate, your blood sugar would be around eighty. But imagine, and and now to be uh, crossing the borderline. Borderline is one one zero one ten. But if you cross the borderline. Uh, you be you are declared a diabetic, okay? And just if it's your on the borderline, then you're pre-diabetic. So you'll be shocked to know that uh, how much sugar can raise your blood level. Let's say your sugar you tested. There are you know different uh, gadgets that you can use to measure your blood sugar. And it gives you an instant count. You eat something and it immediately tells you how much, you know, it has spiked your blood sugar. So let's say your blood sugar is at, at an 80 with one teaspoon a day. And you just increase it by one fourth spoon. One fourth, not even half. Mm-hmm. So you're not having two teaspoons. You're not having one and a half. You're having one one fourth teaspoon. By that one fourth increase from an 80, that number jumps on to 126. Oh, now, that is crazy because it's already making you a diabetic. So, imagine how much, uh, you know, your uh, uh, pancreas or your adrenal glands are suffering because of this. Because each time you ingest sugar, there is something right over your adrenal glands, uh, which is called beta cells. Each one of us, you, me, each one of us, uh, you know, has around two grams of this in our body. Very, very little of it. And these, if they are absent or if they are damaged or if they are inflamed, then you need medical inflammation and with, sorry, medical intervention. And if this is missing, if you don't get any medical help, then you can die. You know, that's how serious it is. So these beta cells have to, the moment you ingest sugar, there's a signal that's passed on to your beta cells to release insulin. Insulin is a hormone that basically is released to bring down the blood sugar because so much sugar in the blood immediately alarms the system. It's like fire trucks being sent out, you know, to douse the fire. So these fire trucks are out. I'm going to use analogies here so people can understand the non-medical terms. (laughs) So these fire trucks go out and pull down that sugar, douse that fire. Now, there is a limited number of times your beta cells can do this, okay? But each time you're eating, it's doing this. So, imagine in a day, even if you're eating just a normal chapati, or which a wheat roti, it's got high amounts of sugar. People think I just had a healthy meal. Gluten, oh. gluten has high, high amounts of, you know, uh, glucose in it. And gluten is, most people are not agreeable to gluten because uh, we don't have, you know, uh, the capability to digest it. Mm -hmm. So now if you have gluten intolerance, which is also known as a celiac disease, Mm -hmm. 
so celiac disease is something which is basically an extreme case of gluten intolerance where mm-hmm. you know you the symptoms are very clear and the doctor just prescribes you a gluten free diet mm-hmm. but if you have uh, you know just uh, you know you're resistant to it so then most of these symptoms are not even noticeable to a normal person and it's just you will feel lethargic lazy after a meal you'd want to take mm-hmm. a nap you'll feel low on energy so, certain times get a headache or nausea nausea so these are which you know we associate with other things oh i must have not slept well last night or might have mm-hmm. drank too much you know there's many other uh, things that we are doing wrong so we associate that with uh, these symptoms but it's actually because of gluten and i'm telling you i have clients who i you know counsel and uh, who are on some of them are just on single consultations some who come to me for the entire 90 day program mm-hmm. uh, and you know i uh, they are i mean the kind of uh, you know feedback i get from them they are in seventh heaven when they have stopped wow. gluten completely they are like mm-hmm. we've never experienced this joy before you know wow. so most people have given in to that entire feeling that nahi ye to normal hai yaar abhi to 40 years ke ho gaye abhi to life becomes <laughs> you know uh, now to we have to suffer abhi to now we will get joint pains arthritis blood pressure uh, you know loss of vision all these are considered normal when it's not normal it's abnormal any disease in your body it's dis ease your body is not at ease which means that you need to correct something you'll be shocked to know akash that uh, our human cell is capable of living up to 800 years oh okay. yes and there are people who are existing who are you know very very old but there's no documentation to prove their age and uh, most of them are you know uh, in secluded secluded uh, yeah, sages or in secluded mm-hmm. places or those people who have had this knowledge Uh, wow. we we the modern man is absolutely you know uh, underprivileged i would say with this uh, onset of technology and the instant uh, mentality that we have got into we have reduced our lifespans because of our uh, you know debilitating lifestyles we have reduced it to just 80 years if somebody lives i know societies where if somebody's lived up to 80 years mm. i've seen funerals where people are talking oh he lived a full life yeah uh, he was 80 year or how how much more could somebody live come on oh my gosh they are like band bajas se bhi bhai yeah exactly yes yeah. so they have this they distribute sweets and they are beating the drums that we our yeah. grandfather lived a full life 80 oh my gosh unbelievable you know life starts at 50 man i mean at 50 you have actually experienced what life is and you are getting your feet set your kids have settled and you have started once again living your life that's But where like life... people in general like they are like 50 ke baad to bimari honi hai like problems aani hai you'll be shocked again shocked akash i go for my school reunions you know i have a lot of dear friends who are still in touch we have a whole whatsapp group of almost 200 of us mm-hmm. and my wife had come to one of the reunions and she met uh, you know one of my friends and she said should i touch his feet did he teach you i said oh. no he i said no he was one year junior to me <laughs> so that's that's the entire scenario i mean people have Very just shocking. let 
my colleagues who are younger than i flunked a year in 6th standard so i am you know friends with people who are one year elder to me from my school and i'm sorry one year younger than me mm-hmm. and i see them they are completely they have actually got that uncle mentality you oh. know let themselves go with huge beer bellies and receding hairlines and wrinkled cheeks and you know some of them have even white eyebrows you know which is you know that's so uh, shocking to know it is i'm i i have turned 50 this year actually oh. so uh, you know i mean it's uh, this is where life begins you know i you don't a, really you 23 or 20 you really look like my 4 saal se thode bade wale bhai thank you so much for your kind words recently in dubai i took a picture with my nephew who is you know just you know 22 years old and yeah, i got i i, I posted it on my social media and people keep kept complimenting they like oh you both look like brothers you know <laughs> so and that's basically you know i i am telling you age again you know it's an entire uh, chapter in the book which mm, uh, talks yes. about uh, sugar and aging and uh, there's a whole chapter on understanding why we age you know our cells which is basically if you go into our dna you know this is a known fact that our cells rep, you know they are dying and you know a new cell is taking its place with the same you know information being passed on to the new cell so Uh, i know this get this is getting a little technical so i'll yeah. try I try to make it a little more easier to understand so basic information that a layman would need to know is that each cell dies and a new cell takes its place okay mm-hmm. so now when the new cell takes its place the information from the previous cell it's like handed over to the new cell that okay bhaiya this is the information you're a liver cell or you're a kidney cell or you're a heart cell now you continue and handle these responsibilities mm-hmm. all that information is contained in a little tail called telomere okay the end end of all that it's capped at both the ends the cell and all that information is contained in that so when we are putting in a lot of sugar or these you know cancer aggravating Uh, foods what happens is that each cell the cap starts getting shorter and shorter the and mm-hmm. the more shorter it gets immediately we lose collagen elastin in our cheeks we lose elasticity on our skin uh, skin is no longer supple like a 20 year old or a 16 year old we develop wrinkles we start uh, you know losing hair we our skin starts to sag we start losing muscle and a whole ra- we our bones start to you know br- become brittle all these age related factors kick in because our cells are not able to replicate that entire knowledge or that entire information contained in the previous cell that is aging basically once you yeah. understand this concept and they unfortunately aging cannot be reversed so once yeah. this tail has shortened Mm-hmm. it cannot be reversed it would you know and then you have to live with that so that hence you know my target is the younger generation right now people who have lived their lives maybe they can prolong it with a healthier lifestyle you know by reading this book or you know getting this information but especially for my youngsters you know out there i look i love people yaar i love people are so and especially this generation your generation the you know 
young people are so creative you are you know so sorted in so many ways your mindsets are clear you are not superstitious you are not uh, going to take any information you are non conformist you know which is brilliant you know i mean this generation is something i'm very very proud of when i when i train students uh, whether it's in india or whether it's in the us or in singapore uh, when i meet this young mindsets how creative you guys are yeah? so hats off to you and i feel so sorry that you know it's going to be life spans are going to be cut short we are going to be deprived of such amazing minds just because of lack of food knowledge you know they are ingesting such uh, nonsense uh, putting such crazy stuff into their bodies i mean i was i am in europe most of the time in amsterdam and i see people ingesting red bull like it's you know uh, water yeah, normal it's normal over here also i mean red bull is considered like an energy drink over we are partying <laughs> all night let's uh, yeah. buy a whole uh, you know crate of red bulls and drink it all night so we'll stay awake oh my gosh forget about the amount of sugar that's going into the body the other chemicals in that it's going oh. to completely uh, oh my god it's going to take your system for a toss i lost a young cousin to uh, a kidney ailment because he would drink pepsi every single day you know he would drink co- uh, cola every single day and for him it was like with at every meal time it had to be accompanied with a glass of uh, some cola oh. and he uh, very very soon developed kidney disease renal failure he would you know just uh, he stays in a huge villa so he would in you know just uh, between a family ga- gathering just rush to yeah. the washroom and his parents didn't know what's happening they went behind him once and they realized he's throwing up oh. and they took him to a doctor the doctor did thorough test on him and found out that his kidneys were giving up he was on dialysis for a long time then he wanted to go for a transplant couldn't find a donor and eventually at a very very young age of 28 he passed away oh. so that's i mean i've seen it through my life you know i mean i was a young kid at that time when it happened and you know at that time they just uh, doctors also told uh, you know my aunt that you know because this we would owe it to the cola that you know has caused so much extensive kidney damage so and imagine how people are stocking colas in the house stocking yeah. you know these uh, even the re, uh, you know the fruit juices you're having that yes, are tetra coming pack, huh? tetra pack have it's not real fruit juice gosh is it's it's, uh, it's <laughs> just flavoring chemical flavoring has been given to it sugared water is what i would like to call it you know so you know the idea this entire 90 day plan that i offer that i you know enroll i you know it's of course i know it is very highly priced and i admit to that the reason being that i need to keep uh, you know clients to a minimum because it's a 90 day hand holding exercise uh, and for people who are truly committed you know who are willing to invest in themselves mm-hmm. i see people going and taking health insurance and paying huge amounts and you know very very proudly talking about it mm-hmm. that you know i pay 60000 a year 45000 a year to my medical insurance and i just ask them, i look at them and i tell them are you just insuring your life or are you you know <laughs> uh, you're taking 
health insurance or do you want health insurance <laughs> you know just a play on words out there yeah. you need to insure your health you know because that's you besides the financial you know problems you're going to go through a lot of physical pain which you alone have to bear you know when a hospital even your very dear one cannot do anything for you when you're on a dialysis machine or when you're undergoing some kind of a you know uh, you know respirator or ventilator has been attached to you you are going through that physical trauma and pain no one is suffering only you and at that time it's too late you know then you can't do anything about it but i think like you have said that you know the people that you have consulted uh, they feel like like they are on heaven like so uh-huh. i think it's all worth it yeah, i mean I, i mean it's even a very uh, improper word to say worth it i mean life is worth it you know yeah life is so beautiful i have not seen what happens after life i am a believer that you know heaven and uh, heaven and hell is here we created so instead of trying to crave for a heaven post life why not i create my heaven here why not i enjoy this life i have traveled to 39 countries oh my gosh my bucket list is i want to visit every every city on this planet every country on this planet wow. it's so so amazing out there man i mean life surprises you with each new destination you go to uh, i was in spain sometime back i went down to italy i went on to all over europe us africa oh my gosh uh, you know the southeast over here uh, thailand bangkok singapore Malaysia oh my god life is i mean places are beautiful there's so much that this planet has to offer us and we haven't seen it all we are living like you know in little uh, cups and we think that is our world while the life out there is an ocean you know so we need to expand our mindsets that's where the mindset comes in you know we need to expand our cups so the ocean is available for everybody but if you approach the ocean with a cup you only will go with a cup full of water you approach it with a bucket you go with a bucket but if you approach it with a tanker you go out with a tanker man i mean you can you can fill as much and it's enough for everybody the ocean will never run out of water you know there's a heavy heavy abundance of water in the ocean but depends on how big your cup is i always say you know to my clients who come in for the initial consultation yeah. i tell them you know i mean are you willing to completely submit yourself <laughs> you know completely yeah. drop the knowledge that you already carry with you it's yours nobody's taking it but mm. you need to allow you need to empty your cup so that you can i can fill it with what i have to offer yeah like we we spoke about the mindset now so i just um, want to know your like thoughts on this so uh, to be very frank what what from my perspective what i see is like the influence of especially food bloggers let's say it and like the very initial stage even if you are being friend of someone the initial stage is the topic goes like are you a foodie yeah i'm a foodie Mm-hmm. and especially if it's speaking about india so like the food bloggers and the food challenges now it's these things are very trending uh, you know they just challenge and they just eat whatever they see they just like you know like how do you take this like it's like red bull only like people take the photos of red bull and just share it on the story it just looks so cool to have these kind of things 
uh, how do you take this like what are your thoughts on this yeah so uh, again it's ironic and you're going to be again shocked when i share this information with you a few years back uh, around in 2017 uh, my wife uh, had got a very brilliant job in uh, dubai and we had to shift to dubai for uh, uh, you know almost a year and uh, while i was there i was trying to manage i am also a host i mc shows so i would have long periods of uh, you know no work just chilling out at home while my wife was at work i would just chill watch you know television go for a workout and i wasn't that uh, you know uh, focused as far as you know uh, the lifestyle was mm. you know uh, uh, because in dubai no matter what like you mentioned the environment does play a huge role and dubai is filled with it spoils you for choice especially with mm-hmm. cuisine so uh, i came across a couple of food bloggers and they liked my you know persona and my they said you're very charismatic omation you should get into food blogging and uh, i i don't really know how it started you know i started uh, i was at one restaurant and then another and a third one and before i knew it uh, you know i mean when i started on zomato i was uh, uh, you know uh, uh, 13700 on the, the zomato has a list you know it gives you ranking mm-hmm. as a food blogger so when oh. i started out i was around 13766 something you know i was way 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 behind in dubai but uh, in a matter of 6 months i had reached the number 1 position i was a number 1 ranking food wow. blogger on uh, in dubai and i was getting invitations like three invitations a day from five stars sponsoring oh. my meals calling me over for a great time offering me gifts paying you for that paying me for that besides offering me wonderful gifts and meals for the entire family Oh. so i was spoiled for choices ki should i go to you know this hotel or should i go to this five star oh. should i go to you know i mean i was like just uh, every evening asking my wife so okay we would not go to three of course because that would be excess mm-hmm. so our dinners were always uh, you know at one of these uh, you know five stars so every night my wife came home from work at 7 we would sit and discuss okay so i have three invitations which one do you want to go to and this was like every day of the week including sundays oh. so i and you know i mean even now as i speak to you we are in 2022 in my inbox every week i get at least three invitations in dubai from dubai different restaurants calling me up, messaging me to come and oh. re- review their their restaurants you know oh, so so uh, i mean this of course highlights one thing that once you put your mind to something you can achieve the impossible you know but now that we are discussing a different topic about food you know i realize that you know food influencers do have a major role to play and one has to be very very uh, you know uh, mindful of this because you never know who you are influencing i mean you know with good photography with good camera and light play you can create some brilliant videos and pictures and uh, you never know because people who don't have that right mindset of uh, you know the food science and people who are very impulsive are just going to just reach out for their phone and get it delivered within the next 20 minutes 30 minutes <laughs> yeah so you're very right and you are an influencer yourself i see you have a huge following and you have a lot of people who follow you and what a brilliant uh, you know a niche you have chosen for yourself 
books and you know you're helping people enlighten their lives you know with besides what uh, amazing effects it's happening on your persona oh my gosh i can't even fathom that i mean i can't even imagine that because i mean doing this for a you know a complete passion or a living for you it's i think brilliant brilliant choice and hats off to you again yeah thank you so much sir yeah so yeah like uh the next question i, I wanted to ask you that like in that chapter of dopamine uh you said like one uh, at certain point of time like even one two or even three cup of coffee coffee is not enough for some people and they need just more for the effects like uh, could you please elaborate more because there are many even like my friends uh, who just uh, they take three to four cup of coffee coffees and they just say me that akash no mujhko to panch ko chahiye Mm-hmm. Ha. Yeah, because yeah. see, again, caffeine has that effect on you, and I am guilty of uh, you know having coffee. I have black coffee, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I've researched it. Though it's something that uh, does come with, but it's still being debated, and uh, scientists are still trying to debate whether is it really bad for you or is it good for you. So there's a whole uh, you know study where it says that coffee is actually good for you, and there's a whole study that negates it. So it's a gray area out there. okay but uh, definitely coffee with milk and sugar is uh, uh, without a doubt bad for you and if you have five cups of that god bless you all right so coming back to dopamine which is the more important uh, you know uh, point out here mm-hmm. there's a whole chapter like you mentioned yeah. and i'm so glad you read it yeah. uh, dopamine is something very very few people have uh, you know now they've heard because of the uh, you know videos circulating on whatsapp mm-hmm. but dopamine is something that it's a neurotransmitter basically that is released each time you feel happy it's a but it's not just a pleasure uh, you know uh, uh, you know um, uh, neurotransmitter or a hormone it's more than that it's uh, it's got multiple functions so i'm not going to go deep into that science and confuse people but everybody has to understand that see our brain functions on two uh, two uh, parameters there is a a uh, neural activity happening that is neuro neurons are basically our brain cells and they communicate with each other via two signals one is electrical signals and chemical signals mm-hmm. right so chemical signals are basically these neurotransmitters so each time you know i you know taste something there is some sense activation mm-hmm. in nlp we call it uh, vecog okay so visual auditory kinesthetic gustatory and olfactory sight sound touch taste smell these are our five uh, senses so each time i indulge in some kind of a sensual activity uh, you know a chemical relation uh, in relation to that activity in relation to that uh, event there is a dose of dopamine released okay a pleasure chemical depending on so if i am putting my finger uh, finger in fire then there is cortisol release because my f- f- uh, my entire system you know within less than a fraction of a second you know it sends out a signal to my adrenal gland to release this uh, you know adrenaline and uh, cortisol to get myself ready for a fight or flight so that is basically stress uh, uh, hormone but dopamine is something which now let me just you know highlight what our youth are doing today and how they are mm-hmm. getting into uh, you know uh, base uh, so dopamine 
each time let's say you're on instagram okay mm-hmm. or one of these social medias you see how how beautifully or how uh, you know skillfully these people have constructed these social media apps each time you now they have reels that are 15 to 30 seconds long okay mm-hmm. each time you scroll a reel yeah. your brain is getting a hit a dopamine hit oh so a dopamine hit is basically you're getting a hit of pleasure now imagine mindlessly you're sitting there just scrolling through reels and 2 hours later or 5 hours later you realize oh my gosh 5 hours have been just mindlessly you know scrolling reels i did not even realize how soon the time passed the time passed because you were getting that dopamine hit each time you scrolled your mind is looking for new information out there okay hence see this is known as short form entertainment or short form information which is basically you know very quick fastly edited videos hmm. that catch our attention are attractive creative and hold us for 15 seconds or 30 seconds and then we move on to the next yeah. long form of uh, information is reading a book okay we now you might be experiencing dopamine hits while mm-hmm. reading a book i'm sure Pressure. but that is that is something that is very very you know uh, restrained it comes like you know after reading a chapter or coming across something that is very beautifully worded or something that really you know rings a bell and so that dopamine release is very limited out there and it's a reward that is truly deserved hmm. scrolling the internet or having a brownie or having sugar or ice cream the hmm. dopamine hits you're getting from that are not deserved they are not rewards because negative ones no? they are negative rewards you know mm-hmm. because it's harming you and what's happening is that you're getting more and more dopamine uh, you know uh, uh, this thing uh, your tolerance is increasing to dopamine so then you need higher doses so like your friends who can't have just one cup of coffee they are ba- basically they've built their resistance to it initially each one of us is very sensitive to it so even a small dopamine hit really enhances our feeling of pleasure and happiness mm-hmm. but when we overuse it then we have these you know conditions where most children today if you see are suffering from add which is attention deficit disorder i have clients who come with their children and they tell me oh he's got add and you know different kind of uh, brain uh stuff going on you know and uh, tell him make him understand you know that uh, not to you know to pay more f- attention to studies but they don't realize that you know this is a complete you know uh, dopamine induced condition and it has to be nipped in the bud uh, and uh, very uh, that at that point they are definitely needing a psychiatrist who is going to be prescribing pills along with counseling you know or a psychologist who's going to definitely have to counsel and uh, allow the child to come back to normalcy mm. so i always even to parents i you know when i'm giving these keynote speeches uh, uh, whether it's in singapore dubai or wherever you know i mm. always highlight this aspect that if you're a parent please uh, ensure that you know that your child is not exposed to these short form of entertainment or you know to excessive you know treats 
in their diet because excessive dopamine in the system is going to cause a whole lot of mental disabilities i think really we really need more personalities like you who mm-hmm. are to be very frank like who de- like genuinely make people aware like you have transformed yourself that's that's really a milestone but more than that you through your book through your lectures through your consultancy you are just making people aware that this is this this is right this is wrong and you know we really seriously we don't have these much of people like Yes, yes, and uh, you know, I mean, my profession is I'm an actor, you know, so yeah. this is not even my full-time profession, but now it has, uh, you know, kind of taken a forefront because of my, uh, you know, uh, emotional side, me wanting to, you know, rectify people's lives because I know that once that threshold is passed, then there is no going back, you know, then only there is medical intervention and there's huge financial bills and, you know, the trauma of losing a loved one. I know exactly, I foresee it happening, you know, for many people and I feel helpless when they are in their comfort zones and they refuse to budge and, you know, I'll give you a wonderful example. You mentioned about mindsets. So Mm -hmm. I know you've read a lot of books. So there's this example, very beautiful example of Plato's cave. I don't know if you've heard about it. Mm -hmm. Plato was a philosopher and he should give this example. Uh, It's a story where, you know, he says to people that uh, once there was this cave where there were few people chained inside. Okay, Mm -hmm. these people are chained in the cave. And both their hands and feet have been chained together. They can't even move or look behind. All they're doing is staring at a blank wall. Mm. And they are fed three square meals a day. They're given every comfort right there. But they're in a dark, dingy cave. And their only form of entertainment is a fire that is burning behind. And whenever somebody is passing by, the shadows that fall on the wall are entertainment for these people. I I don't know if you can visualize this as I say it. And one fine day, uh, you know, one of the people who is, you know, uh, been chained, his chains break, rusted or whatever reason, and he manages to break free. And he doesn't know what to do. He's looking around and he sees there's no guard on duty and he manages to leave the cave because there's a light coming from there. And once he's outside from that cave, he suddenly sees beautiful you know it's a paradise out there tall buildings and people enjoying their life and there is fun and happiness and every attraction that you can imagine and he's flabbergasted he's like absolutely uh, you know enamored gosh what is this i spent my entire 30 40 years of my life in a dark dingy cave and this is also there i never knew that this existed And he enjoys that for a whole week. And then he realizes that his brothers are still, you know, chained inside. Mm -hmm. So he manages to sneak inside the cave one night. And he Mm -hmm. wakes them up and he says, hey, guys, you don't realize this. You're chained. There is a beautiful life waiting for you outside. I have come. I'm going to free your chains. I'm going to take you out. And trust me, you you will be pleasantly happy. You'll be surprised. It's going to be something you've never experienced. Yeah. But these people refuse to budge. Yeah. 
they say sorry we are very happy we get our three square meals a day we get our entertainment this is like what are you talking about i think you have lost your mind please leave us alone and while they are arguing the cards overhear them come and get hold of this person and tell them sorry you have to leave you have seen the outside world you have you can't any longer stay here. and they chuck him out of that cave i think this is such a brilliant brilliant story yes. you know to highlight to somebody about closed mindsets yeah. though we are not physically chained we are mm. we are chained chained with our mindsets our mindsets have kept us chained to mm. living the same boring lives and when yeah. somebody enlightened comes across and highlights to you that life is really not what you are experiencing the pains that you're going through <laughs> but people refuse to budge you know they are comfortable in that pain they'd rather you know boil themselves to death like that frog than go out and experience something new Yeah. like uh like if if we, we we are just speaking about like you just said that you know consultancy is not even your full time job you are an actor you are mm. an mc and even i have seen your stand up comedy yes, i have yeah. seen your videos in which you are making people laugh through your stand up mm. comedy and uh, so like you are more into the entertainment world and people know you uh, all over the world through the personality that you carry as you walk uh, mm-hmm. now with this you are even consulting people out there you are doing multiple things uh, in 24 mm-hmm. hours so i am mm-hmm. really curious to know like how you switch these mind state so brilliant question again akash brilliant i am loving this uh, whole uh, process of you know how brilliantly you have crafted this interview it's yeah. very very well researched and absolutely to the point questions so basically you know i always uh, uh, get a lot of resistance from certain people from the industry you know uh, like from the acting industry uh, there is word that are umesh is not serious about acting mm-hmm. uh, from the uh, you know um, uh, author industry i'll get that umesh is not serious about writing from the uh, you know mc industry i'll get you know but i like to highlight that these are fixed mindsets why doesn't because people believe that do one thing and just do it all your life <laughs> yeah but i i i ask for whom you know i mean why i um, uh, any time i do something i ask myself this question why even if it is as basic as eating something the first question that is automatic by now in my nature is i ask myself a quick question why am i eating this Mm-hmm. is it in any ways contributing to the nutrition in my body is it any way helping me is it in any way making a difference to me and if the answer is no to either one of these questions i just avoid it you know so mm-hmm. when it comes to i've also been a flight attendant which i don't know you know you are oh, aware of i've again, flown another job yeah <laughs> yeah i was uh, with a, an international airlines as a purser for over 12 years mm-hmm. so oh. i was simultaneously doing my tv show and you know running around in my flights so oh. what i need to highlight here is that you know once you have crossed that mindset you've come out of that little cup and realize that you can do anything that you want and mm. see each i've in fact signed off in the book with you know each person has the same 24 hours you know how you use your 24 hours is basically Uh, you know up to you even a bill gates or a elon musk uh, 
or a, uh, you know any of these personalities out there who we look up to have the same 24 hours that you have how you allocate these 24 hours depends on you and it's an open choice so when i do stand up comedy then i get into the avatar of a stand up comic then my entire thought process it's like you know those seven thinking hats i'm sure you've read that book hmm. i think it's by malcolm if i'm not mistaken so or lateral thinking basically it's just about switching that hat i wear the hat of a comic i'm a comedian i wear the hat of an mc i'm a host i wear the hat of an actor i'm an actor as once i become a nutritionist then i'm into that role then it doesn't overflow or leak into the other so when i meet people who are my clients and they you know they tell me umesh oh wow it's so nice to meet a celebrity and you're so down to earth you have no arrogance and you know i i'm i'm shocked and surprised why should i have arrogance you know i'm not doing anyone a favor out here i'm just living my life to the fullest you know and if i'm making money or if i am a celebrity the only person i'm doing a favor to is myself you know <laughs> you know it's not uh, so keeping an arrogance uh, i don't see any any value to that it just in fact uh, you know cuts off relationships and it just uh, you know decreases your social circle because why would anybody tolerate your bullshit you know just because you are a star or just because you are being interviewed on television or you know by the media it doesn't make you special you know you're not doing any special contribution to anybody other than yourself wow really really um, like there are people out there who have like just 2k followers and they act like as if like you know they are barack obama <laughs> <laughs> there's the yeah. unfortunate scenario you know we are judged by the number of yeah. followers we I, have I, absolutely you know and we forget to see the essence of the soul the essence of the mm. person in front of you i sometimes interact with my cobbler you know if i'm there or if i'm interacting with my household uh, help mm. or uh, you know even the spot boy i have assigned to me during my shoots i love interacting with uh, you know people because each one comes with their mindset you know how unique is that mm. i did my acting uh, you know i've done my acting school twice i once was in new york and uh, once was here with kishore namit kapoor so in new york i remember in my acting school we were given this exercise we were told to you know just spend 2 hours at the subway just sit oh. at the station and just observe people you know just observe them and pick up a person and give them a story you know so i would just sit there and i see this very beautiful girl wearing a mini skirt and all clad and you know wearing her sunglasses and a you know tilted hat and mm-hmm. i would i would construct a story around her okay now she's off to you know do, uh, you know uh, she's going to meet her uh, you know possible employer and she's very nervous right now because she's worried whether she'll get the job it could be a complete different story for her but then we were told to construct these stories you know and each day we were told to do at least two to three stories fully built stories how many brothers and sisters this person has uh, what kind of a family this person comes from what are this person's outlooks towards life perspective of life and that gave me such a rich rich understanding of life you know each time i looked at person at a person in a non judgmental way and gave him or her a story again you know it's a fine wine uh, you know 
tight rope walk walking where you are judging somebody and constructing their story and where you are non judging and constructing a story this okay. anybody who's listening to this podcast who's a script writer would definitely <laughs> immediately connect and understand this idea what i'm trying to get at somebody who's brilliant at their work of course mm-hmm. you received a question from what on the world like if we'll just name it like there are many personalities out there uh, who praised your work uh, if we we'll just say it like there are personalities like rajkumar hirani kapil dev and you know it's like an and like i can't describe this in words like if i can't describe in this words like how do you take this like yeah i seriously uh, and honestly it just feels i feel grateful you know my biggest uh, uh, secret in life is i am always grateful you know i'm grateful for this podcast i'm grateful to akash shukla for doing this for me i am grateful to i uh, have an interview with a new, uh, with a radio channel tomorrow i am grateful to that i see my picture in bombay times i am grateful for that you know i always offer gratitude because i don't take anything for granted i am grateful to have such a lovely life partner grateful to have a wonderful mom grateful for my friends grateful for my publisher you know i always keep my mindset in the vibration of gratitude and there is i mean enough in anybody's life to be feeling sorry or victimized towards you know adversities leave no one each one gets affected today or tomorrow you will be affected with some kind of an adversity but still you know the cup is still half full you know we fail to look at that mm-hmm. and uh, coming back to you know this entire feeling of you know being in gratitude and getting such overwhelming you know compliments mm-hmm. whether it was from kapil dev ji or i never knew kapil dev personally i was introduced mm-hmm. to him through a friend and i just mentioned to him that i look up to you and you've done so much and you know you are although i'm not a cricket cricket person i don't particularly enjoy cricket but i look up to your personality and it, my first book was called are you out of your mind i and uh, he was in uh, singapore no he was here actually first when i sent him the manuscript i said sir i'd like you to review my book and if you can give me two lines that i can put into the final book it will go a long way for me yeah. and uh, he of course he, I, i don't think he took me very seriously initially he said okay omesh don't worry he gave me secretary's number uh, he said just speak to my secretary she'll you know organize for me to get the manuscript and i'll go through it and uh, i didn't hear from him for a whole month Oh. and i waited 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 and i was feeling really reluctant calling him again hmm. and after a month i said okay let me call him up i called him again on his personal mobile and he picked up instantly and he said hey omesh what's up and i said sir um, i'm still awaiting your two lines you know mm-hmm. for my book and mm-hmm. he said i'm so sorry omesh i am i'm so sorry i have misplaced your manuscript and oh. uh, i'm in singapore playing golf right now and if you can uh, send it uh, you know no he said that you know i must place it i'm so sorry so i said sir if you don't mind can i send it again to you mm-hmm. i don't mind waiting he saying oh my sure book will get delayed you know just because of my two lines and i said sir i will wait for a whole year for your two lines you yeah. know because what you say will impact a lot of people mm-hmm. so he said then he saw my consistency and my persistence and my reluctance to give up and he said okay omesh <laughs> you will <laughs> send it to me again i couriered the book to him to wow. singapore in singapore to the address he gave me 
and this time he called me back oh <laughs> and when he called me back like you akash <laughs> the entire conversation lasted for at least 30 minutes oh amazing each chapter of the book he discussed with me though it was not a podcast and i i highly highly regret why i did <laughs> not record that conversation <laughs> having the legendary kapil yes. dev ji talk to me at such extent you know he went through each individual chapter he had questions wow. ready written and uh, asking me umesh you mentioned this over here you mentioned this over here why this why that i like this philosophy oh. i contest this one i debate this one and it was a full fledged you know proper conversation we've had that ran into almost 29 30 minutes wow and after the end of it he said umesh i am absolutely you know in love with your book and i am going to keep this book because it will remind me of who i am and what i am capable of and i said sir there you go you've given me my two lines <laughs> and he said umesh please feel free to draft them and you know go ahead and use them so finally i put those two lines on the front cover of my book Uh, quoted by kapil dev ji that this book is a book i'll keep myself to remind myself ever so often what i am and what i am capable of wow same goes with rajkumar herani ji i met him wow. on a flight when i was a flight person and at that time i was looking at people who are influential uh, to give me reviews for the book mm. and he was on my flight we spoke i introduced myself and he's i mean if you see his movies i mean of raju raju ji his books all come with a message you know he's mm-hmm. that motivational person who each whether it's munna bhai mbbs or lage rao munna bhai or you know all his pk or mm-hmm. all his movies come with a message a very strong three idiots three idiots very yeah. yeah very very strong message you know whether it's sanju also you know sanju the biopic on uh, hmm. sanjayda so he uh, you know i told him about this book and he said umesh i am a very very firm believer in the same philosophy you follow you know and give me the manuscript luckily i have was carrying it with me because okay. i did have a lot of celebrities you know kumar sanu alka yagnik udit narayan sonu nigam all these were very frequent travelers on my flight i would meet bump into them very regularly mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of actors too so saif ali khan uh, you know sunil shetty priyanka chopra all these were be- uh, because i was a person in first class uh, i would always bump into them you know so uh, coming back to this raju ji said give me the script and uh, you know let me go through it and he was on his way to new york to Uh, you know write uh, the second part of munna bhai mbb uh, the uh, first part was munna bhai mbbs and the second one was lage rao munna bhai right so he was on his way to write that with his writing partner who lives in uh, new york mm. and uh, after i think uh, about um, 15 days or so he called me back and he said michael went through your book this is a brilliant book and uh, you know i loved every page tell me now what do you want from me i told him sir aapki do lines chahiye khali and if you see he's given me those two lines in the book which i have quoted and put you know with a lot of pride yeah. and uh, along with that you know a lot of other people sonu nigam flew down specially from lucknow to come and launch my first book at the leela campency 
Wow. You know, I just one phone call. He agreed to do that, and so you know, I've got a lot of support. I don't know it's whether it's being blessed or it's just people who believe in me, who you know, just opened their arms and you know offered the support I've needed. Wow! Like it's like one and fifty one hour fifteen minutes. I just like- I just realized that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I uh, this is what I called you know synchronicity where we both are on that same wave wavelength. I just saw the clock and I'm thinking, is it really twelve fifteen? And there you go and mention this. Wow! Wow! <laughs> so to all the listeners who are listening to this podcast, like we are planning to record this podcast in like some different time zone, like different uh, time, and like it just uh, happened. And we were worried like and like absolutely hats off to your research man you deserve a pat on your back I am so impressed a very very few interviews that leave me impressed and this has been one of them honored sir honored and I'm really mm. looking forward like uh to even have a different interview like uh, soon very soon uh, with your third book inshallah and i'm very sure that you're writing now right? your third book my, my fourth book this uh, it's fourth body book, okay. body switch is my third book first okay. one was i told you uh, are you out of your mind second one was uh, mm. the mind switch third one the body switch fourth mm. one i'm working on a biography of a trainer who's uh, one of the persons one of the people who trained me and uh, you know uh, we are working on his biography and he's a uh, one of the number one international trainers right now you know he's uh, already leading. given the hint that <laughs> it's, <very soon. laughs> it's not very okay books books can never be very soon you know <laughs> like this one took yeah. me 7 years to you know come out with oh yeah so i mean just uh, you know uh, um, uh, signing off uh, while i think as we are signing off i'd like to just um, tell you know people who are listening to this podcast you know if you can't afford the consultation or come to me and meet me because of geographical constraints please do invest in the book and trust me you will not regret this this will be the wisest decision you are going to make absolutely mm-hmm. and it should be compulsory to be read this book by especially teenagers who just who are just going in a different way i would say that they don't even realize what they are doing exactly. especially with their eating habits so yeah exactly exactly point on so yes sir thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. to this podcast any last uh, words for the listeners out there yes uh, wake up <laughs> <laughs> you know just wake up and smell the coffee you know just get mm-hmm. get going one life live it to the fullest you know you can at each time you i mean each extra kg you have on you you're lugging it around you know you're carrying it around you're just uh, waiting for that one day to come where you'll fit into your dream clothes or carry that dream body going from flab to fab is possible i have done that i have done that with my wife i have done that with a couple of people and they have had the same results so i have a well researched 90 day plan in effect and it's open and it's available to everyone out there those who you know who are interested can go ahead and you know take the benefit 
absolutely so with this uh, we are just concluding this episode and to the other listener I, i just want to say that you know this is the best podcast i have ever recorded or mm. a best interview i have ever taken in my life likewise so, likewise uh, <laughs> no, because because to be very frank i have met many people out there like uh, many authors or many celebrities even but you know i feel the vibe like even while talking to you the vibe that you carry with yourself i don't know from where it is come coming like spirituality or anything but it's mm. just that you know i just enjoy your vibe and mm. i just i'll just this, let's just take this episode only this wow. will be like with me forever Oh, thank you, and it's going to be with me, be with me as well. I'm going to be, you know, pushing it, promoting it on my social media. So please do send me a link of this. Definitely. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and thanks for everything again. So all the listeners listening to this podcast, let's meet in the next episode. Till then, keep reading.